What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. This is the podcast to help you develop a healthy mind and keep your body aligned. Health is not just about a number on the scale or what you look like in the mirror. It is a condition of physical, mental, spiritual, and social well-being with the absence of disease, discomfort, and the ability to adapt to life's challenges with vitality and resilience. Here, we'll discuss all of the ways you can optimize your mind, body, and soul. So please join me each and every week as we dive into all things health. If you'd like to support the show, you can leave a rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Invest into your own health with any of the programs listed on my website, or please share the podcast with a friend or on social media. Be sure to tag me. All the links will be in the show notes. Now, for today's topic of discussion, it's just kind of a question. What can you expect on your health and weight loss journey? What can you expect on your health and weight loss journey? I'm gonna dive deep into this today. What can you expect on your health and weight loss journey? So like, let's just start from the beginning, okay? Um, like, What kind of results can you expect, right? What kind of results can you expect um, as you embark on your health and weight loss journey? First things first, I think it's important to distinguish that uh, it really does come down to how much effort you're willing to put in. And so the reason I want to say this is because I talk a lot about you, like, I talk a lot about like small habit changes, right? I don't think you have to throw a wrench in your life and start everything three weeks ago. Um, you can start today by just drinking more water, going for a walk or eating one healthier meal. Like you could really start there and just let it snowball from there. And so if you're going to do something like that, don't expect the world to change, right? I think it's a very reasonable, I think it's a very um, practical way to actually start making changes in your health, especially if you like, you know, it's going to be hard for you. Um, but with that being said, if you're going all in, right, then you can re- expect way more results. And so I was talking to a client about like expectations last week and, and just between the people that I've been talking to about joining my coaching program and clients, even in the past, it's like, there's always these expectations, right? If you invest into a coach or a trainer, if you invest into a gym, like you, and you start working out, like you work out hard for a week, you know, you eat healthy, good, you eat really good for a week, and you're working out hard, right? Like you're doing, you're drinking the water, you're doing the things, and the scale doesn't change. Why is that? You know, I mean, we can get into why that actually is, but then you end up frustrated because you put all of this effort in, and for what? For nothing, because the scale didn't change, and that was the thing that you were after. Right, so we could start there. Okay, they like there's been studies on this stuff that, um, and so if anybody ever wants like links to these things, I could find them. I just don't. It's all in my head at this point. Um, but uh, healthy weight loss is anywhere between half a pound to two pounds, and you know there's. I think we could kind of dive deeper into that for a moment to say the reason it's like healthy, quote unquote, healthy weight loss, because you could lose 30 pounds tomorrow. Um, it's healthy weight loss is because there's there's a lot of factors that go into it, right? Like there's your psych- psychological factors, like how's it going to affect your mental health? You know, one of the things that um, I've learned in my time as a coach is when people start to really make these changes in their life and they lose the weight, they get really healthy, they, 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 they there's an identity change, right? Like you're no longer the overweight person internally, like you you may still view yourself that way. And this, this, is, this is where people come up against plateaus. This is where plateaus occur because 
when you, like, you know, you're, you've lost like 20 pounds, right? Now I'm going off on a tangent. You lost like 20 pounds and then you, you stall there for like two months. It's like, well, what the fuck? Why isn't that scale moving anymore? Well, it's like, is your identity, your own psychological, mental idea of who you are, is that keeping up with the changes you're making? Because if you want to lose 50 pounds, you can't think like the version of you that's 50 pounds overweight. Because the version of you that was 50 pounds overweight thought completely differently, which is why you ended up 50 pounds overweight, right? So your thought processes have to change. The way you think about yourself has to change. Maybe this means you have to support yourself more. It means like encourage yourself, right? So like you don't want to work out. Like you encourage yourself to go move your fucking ass, right? So that's kind of what I mean by that. And so the reason we say healthy weight loss is because one, um, if you want to, if you have a lot of weight to lose and you want to, uh, look as best as you possibly can when you lose, you get to your goal weight, you don't want to lose 30 pounds in a matter of three days because then your skin's going to look looser and it's not going to fill out as much. A pound, sorry, half a pound to two pounds a week is good because in the meantime, depending on how much weight you have to lose, um, you can fill your skin out with muscle over a period of time, right? So if you lose 30 pounds in a month versus 30 pounds uh, over the course of, you know, six, seven, eight months, the six, seven, eight months, you're going to be able to fill your skin out more, right? And so when we talk about weight loss, healthy weight loss is anywhere between half a pound to two pounds a week. And so if, if we're, we're looking at the half a pound thing, you may not see the scale change depending on the type of scale you have, which I recommend everyone just burn their scale to the ground. But that's what you can expect from a tangible thing. You know, if you're going all in, Results-based. You're going all in. You could expect that. Now, I think it gets a little, I think I think the, the waters get a bit muddy when we start talking about expectations, right? Okay, so you start your health and fitness journey, you put all this effort in, and you don't lose a pound within like the first month, right? Like nothing changes. But is that true? Right, the scale doesn't change, but why are you doing this? This is why when I talk about developing a health-oriented mindset and, um, really working on mindset as a whole is like, you got to have a purpose behind this, like a why, what, what's, what's driving you. And so if your why, your intention, what's your intention behind the weight loss? If your intention is just to see results, then that scale is going to dictate your mood every single time you look at it. If your intention is to get healthier, then the scale is just one way you can measure that. The scale is just one way you can measure that. What's another way you can measure it? How do you feel? If after a month, you're going hard, you're working out three days a week, you're eating well, you know, maybe you have a cheat meal, you know, you're not killing yourself over it. You're walking, you're getting your water in, maybe you're doing some yoga, you know, you're working on your mindset, your mental health, you're you're doing meditation, like what you're doing all of the things, right? You're dialing in your hormones, your sleep wake cycles getting there, right? So you're doing all the things and you don't lose a single pound but you feel amazing. You feel better than you have in years. That is something. That's not nothing. And people that I talk to tend to neglect that shit almost immediately. Like, I feel way better, but the, but the scale hasn't changed. Therefore, I'm in a bad mood because the scale has control over me. That's essentially what you're saying when you're constantly being controlled by the scale. You're getting upset by it. Okay, so when we look at this, it's like, okay, Take a step back from it. The goal is important. We need to have a target. But why are you doing this? What's the intention? Okay, if your intention is to be healthier, if your intention is to live a long life so you can be around for your grandkids, 
then what you want to do is focus on the intention, not the results. Do I feel healthier? Yes, then great. Do I feel like I'll live a longer life? Well, if you're making progress in your health in any way, shape, or form, then yes, you will live a longer life, right? And so when we talk about expectations, it's important to distinguish the difference between what your goals are and why you're doing it. Because if the reason you're doing this is just to lose weight for vanity, for you know someone else to validate your your actions for someone else to validate your weight loss results, then the external things are always going to control you. And what do I mean by this? What I mean by this is people noticing if you've lost weight. Or maybe someone makes a comment that could be them just like hinting at maybe it looks like you gained weight. That kind of stuff's going to bother you. Hopping on the scale and not moving, that's going to bother you. Clothes not fitting you the way you want, that's going to bother you, right? So now all these external things are controlling how you feel. So we got to come back to, okay, the goal is important. I want to lose 50 pounds is great because now we know how to eat. Now we know how to, to work out. Now we know the things that we got to do um, on a day-to-day basis. However, why do you want it? That is going to dictate where your mindset goes, right? Like if you're doing this for your kids, if you're doing this because you want to be around for your kids, right? then each time you don't want to go to the gym because you, quote unquote, have no energy, when, wait, come, let's be real for a minute. There's a difference between being exhausted and feeling you have no energy. We all know that working out almost gives everybody energy. So like after you work out, you'll feel 10 times better. And so one, if that doesn't remind or doesn't help you, then come to your why, your intention. Okay, I want to be around for my kids. Great. Now, now you can convince yourself to do the thing because it's not just about you. You want to be around for your kids. And so it's not even about the scale. It's not about how you feel in the moment. It's about, okay, I want to be around for my kids. So one, leading by example is important. And two, um, I got to do the things. I got to do the things. And so what you can expect there is challenging times will occur. You're not always going to want to work out. You're not always going to want to eat healthy. You're not always going to want to do the things, yet you have to do the things. You have to do the meditations. You have to do the mindset work. You have, I'm going to say that again. You have to do the work on your mindset. It won't just change. You have to do the work on your mindset. And so you can expect, you because this is one of the things I've been telling a lot of people lately when they come to work with me. It's like, you know, one of the things I, I've been putting out there on social media is like I'm looking for people who are ready to invest in themselves. And of course, when you think of investment, what do you think of? I'm going to uh, presume many of you think of money. Like that's my first thought at least. So I'm imagining many people would immediately go to money when I say investment, but it's not just a financial investment. Sure, hiring a coach, getting healthier, it's all a financial investment, right? You don't have to hire a coach. Let's just say a gym membership, that's, a, that's an investment. Um, the food you eat, the, all everything you shove in your mouth is an investment in your health, right? And so it's all an investment. And I'm not even, like, that's just the physical stuff, right? Let's go a little bit deeper. The mental investment you have to put into working on your own psychology, you have to pay attention to your own thoughts. You have to become aware of all of those thoughts in your head that are in your head, right? Because I talk, to, I talk to a lot of people, and they're just like, you know, society tells us this. Okay, I get that. Like, I'm not going to downplay the fact that the societal structure, the societal machine has 
a life of its own and there are these preconceived notions that we all have to be a certain way. Okay, that's there and we do not have to give into it. So what do I mean by this? By all, by by most society standards at the age of 30, I should probably have kids, I'm married, um, my own house and all the things and I don't have any of those. I got a hoopty for a car, I got a business that is all over the place and I am constantly trying to figure things out. And so I'm not where I'm supposed to be based off society's standards. So what we can acknowledge is that society's standards of whatever, they're real and they don't have to affect you, right? So with that being said, you have to pay attention to your own thoughts. Okay, maybe there's a standard in society that, you know, you should be 25 pounds less, whatever. But that doesn't have to be the way you think about yourself, and when it shows up, you can just notice it. This is where journaling comes into play. Quick tangent. If you're working on your mindset, you know, if you're, okay, if you're on your health and fitness journey right now, you're losing weight, you're doing all things, and you're not working on your own damn mindset, you are missing the boat. You are missing a critical part of this journey. I'm telling you, the people I see who lose the weight and, 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 um, Put it back on. The difference between the people that lose the weight and put it back on and then lose the weight and keep it off is that their psychology changes. And what I mean by that is the way they see themselves changes. They don't see themselves as the same person anymore. Something in their own mindset changes. Whether they're intentionally doing it or not, I don't know. This is the same thing with my clients. Every time they come up against a hurdle, they're coming up against what they the, their, their old beliefs about themselves, Right? The plateaus occur because they can't get out of their own, and this happens, I'm, this is not coming from a place of judgment because this happens to me too. They're, they can't get out of their own way to see the truth that they're getting in their own way. And so like, just take a step back and okay, let's evaluate like where your head's at. And they start to tell me some of the things. I'm like, okay, do you see what you're, you're doing there? Like that thought, right? There's nothing wrong with it, but it's like that thought is telling you something about yourself. You believe you're still the same overweight, fat, unhealthy person, like whatever you're calling yourself. And so that has to begin to change. And this is where journaling can come into play. Huge when it comes to your mindset, y'all. Like start to write these thoughts down. I can't emphasize this enough. People will ask me what I did to start to get my, my own mindset like under, under wraps, so to speak. And I would take a journal literally everywhere I went. And um, at the time, I wasn't going to too many places, so trying to get this coffee before it gets cold um so like, I, I mean this is during covid so like i was just going to work basically but i would t i would take i would take the journal with me to work and if i had like a wild thought about someone and i caught it i would write it down um I, and i did this for i don't know probably like six seven months whatever it whatever whenever i started doing this in, during covid i forget but I just started to notice all of the nasty, fucked up thoughts that I had. And I wrote them down. I'm like, wow, that's in my head. And then I moved on. Because it wasn't, it's not who I am, right? Like the thoughts, like Tony Robbins had a quote. It's like, the mind thinks thoughts. The mind thinks thoughts. Remove the thoughts in your head for a moment from the idea of who you are, right? So if your name's uh, Joey, then who you are as Joey has nothing to do with the thoughts that are crossing your mind right now. So you might have a thought that like, yo, that person's a piece of shit. That's not who you are. It's just a thought crossing your mind. Okay, so remove who you are from 
um, your mind thinking thoughts, right? Because you're not your mind. You're not uh, the thoughts. You're just the space. You're the space that the thoughts are showing up in. You're the space the thoughts are showing up in. And so what you can expect as you make these changes is one, you're gonna come up against old thought patterns and you have to be willing to see them. You can expect challenging emotional and mental challenges to occur and you have to be willing to face them. You know, getting healthier isn't just about working out and eating differently. This is where so many people I think are missing the boat. You know, you go to, I go to a, a fucking, I go to a, oh man, don't get me started. I'm getting myself started. Don't even get me started about public gyms and their personal trainers. They drive me nuts. The exercises they do with people that shouldn't be doing them right away. Um, let's see, there's a topic for a different day. It's a topic for a day. It's just one man's opinion, by the way. Um, the exercises, the, like, the gym I go to, they have like their own supplement line. So my guess would be, I don't actually know this, but my guess would be that the trainers there have to sell some supplements too. Like they're incentivized to push the supplements. And it's like, no, you don't need a fucking supplement. <laughs> um, supplements have their place, but, you know, giving a, a, a woman in her 50s creatine and protein powder when this was her first workout isn't necessary. And ladies, I'm not saying that you can't take pre pro protein powder and creatine. It's just, if it's your first workout, like just eat healthier first and, and show up for more workouts. Like don't worry about supplements right away. But that's just what I mean. Anyway, um, back to my point is that the, the expectations, like you're going to come up against mental challenges. You're going to come up against emotional challenges. I'm not even going to lie, y'all. Like you're going to come up against some emotional motherfucking challenges. Okay. I kind of want to explain this. So if you're still here, bear with me. I want to see if I can tie this together because the emotions themselves are, oh man, I've explained this to myself so many times. There are times where I'll just start talking out loud um, when, I'm, when I feel like I'm in, like a, like a, in a flow and I'm really just starting to comprehend everything. So your emotions are like the byproduct. No, emotionally charged moments are what leave an imprint on our mind, on our brain. And your emotions could, and I don't know if any of this is right, this just makes sense in my head, could be the end, could be the end result of what you've always known. Hold on, I don't know if this is making sense. So your emotions leave an imprint on your, like um, heavily charged, heavily emotionally charged moments will leave an imprint on your mind. And these will become the end ranges of motion. Try to tie in some workout lingo here. The end ranges of what you can emotionally handle. And throughout your health and fitness journey, you're going to have to push those boundaries a little bit. You're going to have to push the limitations of what you can emotionally handle just to find out where you're at. I mean, maybe some of you know already, so like it, you won't need to. But you might come up against emotional challenges. I don't know if that explanation actually makes sense now. Damn it, I'm gonna have to work on it. But you're gonna come up, the point is, you're gonna come, you're gonna, wow, words, Tyler. You're gonna come up against emotionally uh, 
challenging moments, mentally challenging moments. And then there's the physical side, right? Like not every workout is going to be a cakewalk. There are going to be times where you're going to be a little bit more tired than others. Not every workout is going to be the same. You're not going to hit PRs each week. You're not going to get stronger each and every week. You know, some workouts are just going to fucking suck and you have to go through the motions. Like you can expect those things. They're going to happen. But what you can also expect is during those challenging moments, you have to sit in it. You know, we've been saying this a lot in my coaching call, sitting in the fire, right? Like, what does that mean? Sitting in the fire means sitting through the challenging moments. Like, you feel that fucking, mm, you know what I mean? <laughs> you feel that, feel that. This this, this came, this notion came from me sitting in, in a sauna and sitting with all, of, like, my fucking rage and anger. Um, well, see, like, I didn't even, never realize that. Whenever I talk about anger or rage, I always use the word fuck right before I'm about to explain it. That's interesting. Anyway, um, so you you're... If you sit in that fire of those moments, whether it's just your mind thinking wild ass fucking thoughts and you just have to sit there and notice it, or if it's like an emotional thing and you just gotta like let yourself break down or feel the fucking anger all the way and use that energy. I mean, there's a lot of power, a lot of energy and anger and rage, man, um, and, and use that, right? On the other side of those things, we'll start to, you'll start to, to find the things you're looking for Right, because like, okay, what's weight loss is just a a a way to measure your health. So on the other side of those challenging moments, you'll start to feel healthier. The scale may move, it may not, but like you'll feel differently. The feeling counts for something. Pay attention to how you're feeling throughout the process. You're gonna come up against challenging moments. You're not always gonna feel great, but if you can look at yourself on an average and you're feeling better then you're making progress. Progress, you, progress you can measure in so many different ways. And one of the things I can tell you right now you can expect is that you're going to need to find ways to measure progress beyond just the scale. Because the scale is not always gonna be your friend. The scale is not always gonna work in your favor. So how else can you measure it? Like workouts are great. Like do my workouts feel better? Am I getting stronger? What do the numbers look like? What do your numbers look like? So like are you getting stronger? Do your walks feel better? Are you sleeping better? Are you falling asleep easier? Do you notice less mental chatter? Are you feeling less anxious? Do you feel less bloating? Are your digestive movements a little bit better, right? Like there's all these different ways we can start to measure health. Health is not just about, why the intro says what it says. Health is not just about a number on the scale or what you look like in the mirror. It is a condition. It is a condition of physical, right? So the physical matters, the mental, emotional, spiritual, social well-being. It's all encompassing. It's not one or the other, it's all of them. And so start to find, you can expect the scale not to be your friend. You can expect your clothes to not always be your friend. So find other ways to measure your progress. I can promise you, you can expect challenging times. They're going to happen for you. You know, one of my clients told me last week that one of the things she liked about me was uh, that I'm like a, okay, she didn't say it like this, but this is the words I'm going to use, like a straight shooter. Like I, I don't, there, no bullshit. I just kind of tell you like how it is. And, um, you know, it's interesting because I think about this. I'm like, you know what? Sometimes I wonder if I could be further <laughs> if I if I just bullshit everybody because a lot of people on the internet do that. A lot of people in the world probably do that anyway. That's irrelevant. But I'm just going to give it to you guys straight because I 
think a lot of people start their health and fitness journey expecting immediate results. And I can almost guarantee you that it, if you're doing this the right way, you're, you, you may not, right? Like one of my things with my coaching program is like it's a health first approach. I will not do anything that will compromise your health. I will not suggest anything that will compromise your health. And so quick weight loss may not happen. Just be straight with you. You may not lose weight quickly with me. If you need quick, instant gratification, you may not get it working with me. We're talking about a process. We're not talking about results. I'm talking about setting you up to win for, for the rest of your life so you have the foundation so that you can maintain health forever rather than quick weight loss. And then when you're done working with a coach or a trainer, it comes right back on. You know, that's just my thing though. Anyway, I'm gonna wrap it up there, y'all. I'm gonna wrap it up there. That's what you can expect on your health and weight loss journey. You know, healthy weight loss, pound, half a pound to two pounds a week, depending on how much effort you're giving y'all. Don't fucking bullshit yourself, which is a topic for a different day. And I'm gonna do a whole other podcast on this because um, I have a theory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there and I'm gonna do a whole other podcast on it. Maybe I'll do it right after this. I have a theory. So many people talk to me about how they're frustrated because of where they're at. They're upset with themselves. They're mad at themselves. They're embarrassed. Whatever it is, you know, it's it's always something that is they're ashamed of themselves in some way, shape, or form. And we just say this. What happened in the past is over and done with. You may not have focused on your health 20 years ago, but you can right now. And I would be willing to bet the reason you're upset with yourself is because you're not actually giving a full effort. Your effort isn't there. Because imagine if no matter through all the challenging times, when you don't want to work out, when you don't want to eat healthy, you do it anyway. Would you really be up that is as upset when the scale doesn't move? I'd be willing to bet many of you wouldn't, maybe not everybody because you're giving all of your effort. Like if your effort is there, if you're giving it everything that you've got and you're still not seeing results, then at least you can say you're giving it all of your effort. And then maybe it's time to evaluate what you're doing. But if you're not even giving it all of your effort, it's really easy to get frustrated or feel ashamed of yourself. Get mad at yourself. It's really easy for that. So I'm going to go on another podcast on that another day. But anyway, I'm going to wrap it up there, y'all. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you took anything from the show, please share it with a friend. Social media, tag me. All the links will be in the show notes, all the things. Support the podcast, blah, blah, blah. Peace out.
Thank you.